Oh, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Sir Pod. Carmen Morales here, your host, as always. And boy, do I always bring somebody cool for you guys to listen to. This week is no exception. Miss Janae Burris. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I was like, oh, you do two guests? <laughs> <laughs> no, you. Me. I, I, am. I, don't, I used to feel cool. Like, that was a thing. I was like, I'm a cool person. I haven't felt cool this year. 2020 is like... I feel like a lot of people feel that way. <laughs> I don't feel cool anymore. Well, it, it doesn't help that we can't do the thing that kind of, you know, was Make, the source right. of, of making us feel cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not doing too much. That's cool. Lately, so. <laughs> like, you're not cool, dude. <laughs> well, that was always the thing. Uh, like, um, I'm, I just remember somebody like if talking about comedians and like if you don't have anything outside of comedy you're usually probably pretty boring of a person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then that like hit me so hard because i was like man my i don't have anything outside of comedy I don't, there's nothing without yeah, it felt both attacked and seen yeah like, <laughs> yeah i guess yeah I, i'm like literally back in my old neighborhood which i was desperately trying to escape i was like i'm cooler than this neighborhood mm -hmm. i want out i don't want to run into anybody i used to know want to go do my own thing and now i'm back Still driving my 2006 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Golly, this is you're back to not cool. Well, there's been a lot of people like that's this has been a lot of this whole year uh, since this has happened is a lot of people been rearranging and like mm -hmm. some people went back home. There was a mass exodus from yeah. Los Angeles, which I that was also New York. I think yeah, a lot of folks New York are too. New York, mm -hmm. if they're not from there. Yeah, my a friend of mine's a real estate agent, and she's just like, man, people are just trying to sell everything mm. and people are trying to buy because they know everybody's leaving so the people with money are like i'll take all that of course i'll take all that Jeff sure bezos is a 200 billionaire now <laughs> while we're all starving and shit that's crazy <laughs> yeah it, i used to think it was nice of him to give us free shipping now it's like bitch you owe me <laughs> you owe me for all the <laughs> bullshit chi chinese knockoffs of everything you know? that you've ever wanted uh yeah that's always insulting we're like you don't think i could read this fucking yeah. mishmash. When it, there's no vowels in the name of the product, you know, I'm still waiting on the hammock. Yeah, still waiting on that hammock. Can I buy uh, an O? Can I buy an O in the name on. of a product? Just one of them. Just Give so me I something. No, just so I know how to look it up. I can't even look it up in my email. I just have to go through all my emails. I'm like, I don't know what the company is because the letters don't go together. So. <laughs> I think it's Russian. Yep. Or yeah, Ukrainian or something. I I, I don't know. From some some Czech Republic maybe. Now I'm just naming countries. Just naming countries. <laughs> countries whose whose uh, whose letters confuse you me. Don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Greece. <laughs> they got a lot of fun ones. The Greece Greece letters. Um, were you in a sorority? Was did you ever fuck no with that? No way. Hell no. Me neither. No way. I went to an art school. Oh We nice. didn't have that. You didn't believe in it. No, it's not cool. I was in the cult of art, though, you know, of avant-garde theater. That, oh, that shit was pretty cultish. Yeah. I can remember being in my first year and being like, oh, these people are weird. <laughs> and then, you know. Two years later. Two years later, you're like, I'm a deaconess in, in the church now. A deaconess. That's a lady deacon. <laughs> 
It just made me think of that uh, Polly Shore movie, Son-in-Law, where like she's like this cute little farm girl that goes off to college, and then she gets her navel pierced and oh. dyes her hair purple or yeah, blonde or whatever, and they're like, oh my God, what happened to you? Yeah. Art school was like, you know, first year you think everybody's weird, third year you're like, you should be in tune with your body. It's okay to be naked, okay, in front of everybody. <laughs> like, this is art. Shakespeare meant for us to do this naked. <laughs> Yeah, you just then you become the weirdo. Yeah, yeah, and then trying to get other people to be right. Weird too. Then yeah. you're talking to other eighteen it's year like olds like Scientology. Come on. Yeah, yeah, it works. Don't let your parents rule you. <laughs> We're making art. <laughs> We're justifying us being poor for the next twenty five <laughs> to thirty years. Okay, I mean, artists though, look don't at that. listen to your parents right. who no, are trying to tell you to have a backup job. Right? <laughs> they don't understand art. Like <laughs> your parents are. It's okay to live on the streets. Basquiat did it for years. <laughs> Come on. Like it's like that's like where all where of the creativity lives <laughs> in the gutters <laughs> on the subways. <laughs> I also love that when actually that that kind of ideology it breeds something that I can't stand which is like like um like rich kids who are try to go train jumping or try to like you know what I'm saying where they're just like, "Oh, I'll just Things are so easy for me, and I know that art, really good art, comes from struggle. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna manifest some up. Oh my god! I'm just on my list of things I don't like. (laughs) Rich people who don't tell you you're rich and try to do poor shit with you, Uh like they get it. And then it's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, it's like you're enjoying this too much. Yeah. How much money do you have in your account? Voyeurism. I hate it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had a friend, well, a classmate in college. I remember sort of lecturing me about how we don't go to Africa enough. Like people don't travel enough. People just, everybody's like stressing out, like worrying about their electric bill. Your electric bill will be there when you get back to it. You're like, you should travel. Use your money to travel. This what? kid's name was literally on the building we, people were living in. <laughs> so I remember just listening and like rolling my eyes like, oh, okay. okay. Like, did you did they just finally watch an interview with Dave Chappelle when he went to Africa? Is that why they were oh, saying that? God. Because like he, this is just a person who was traveling a lot and he, he had gone to Africa and he had seen some things, you know, uh-huh. that's what he was feeling like. I've seen some things. People should travel. It's like, yeah, you've stepped over poor bodies on the way to your five star hotel. Yeah. Somewhere in Africa, okay? You've stepped over people who are in the streets. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've literally just seen something. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, and you could have saved the thousands of dollars you went and just Googled it. You could have Googled You could have just looked it up. You could have. Google wasn't so hot when I was in college. That's how old oh, that's I am. True. Google was like a, kind of a scary place. <laughs> the internet it was like oh the whole book is on here oh wow. my god <laughs> wait wait there's a source on that was uh, when the internet was new and like they didn't have a way of like cross-checking you as much mm. they used to like limit the amount of like internet like internet was less credible than like an encyclopedia but it's like oh. but all the encyclopedias are on there and yeah. <laughs> But what if somebody changed it? Yeah. Like, someone could change any encyclopedia, but whatever. My grandma still has encyclopedias. She's like, I should get rid of these. I'm like, no, now I want to keep them. Now I want to hoard those for Now they're you. relics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember when there was printed word? Remember. I'll save this for my kids. <laughs> I'm not having kids. Well, that was all, like, the thing about encyclopedias was that was like a thing you would, like, leave to your children oh, gosh, because it's like, yeah. look at all this knowledge that I didn't read, but I had access to. I had access. <laughs> now, my you carry it. Yeah. <laughs> now you read it. 
Now you can know. It's all outdated. It was probably outdated by the time they shipped it to you. <laughs> by the time you finished making the payments on your Encyclopedia Britannica, mm-hmm. it was already outdated. But yeah. <laughs> Grandma still has them. They look nice on a shelf. I love a hardcover. Nice I love a hardcover book. <laughs> it's just so much nicer to look at. Um, well, let's dig into it. Um, mm-hmm. you, I met you in Denver mm-hmm. at the Comedy Works. And um, when you're a traveling comedian and you're on a showcase, I assume it's mostly open micers. So I just assume I'm going to be one of the best people there. And I think we were, I don't remember if it was Thick Skin or so, it was a show like that. It was a, it was a mm-hmm. cool show. And uh, you got on stage and I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, I was like, oh. who is? <laughs> it was one of those things where, because you were just good immediately, like from the jump. And uh, so I was like, oh, somebody else is good. There's comics here. <laughs> There's real ones. But that was, oh, it was my first time to Denver. So mm-hmm. I had no idea the bustling scene that was there. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, oh, you could smoke weed there. Like it was, I was very much a naive That's how it tourist. is. That, I mean, that is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you will find a lot of not funny people because they're just there to smoke weed. So mm-hmm. you're not wrong. <laughs> I was also smoking weed. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, comedy works too. It's like, it's so much fun that most of us will try to do a good job, you know, when we're at comedy works, even when it's for a new talent night on a Tuesday, could have been sure. new talent night or thick skin, but because we have good audiences and the opportunities to be on the comedy work stage were are rare for most people, then you you do try to show out and have a good time, yeah. party it up. I mean, there isn't a list of the top five comedy clubs in the country that it, from any comedian that doesn't have comedy mm-hmm. works on it. So to be have that in a hometown, like I, I loved, because I came up, I didn't have an A-room. I didn't have a good mm-hmm. <laughs> club that mm-hmm. cared about comedy. Like before... Anybody even Did you start in Orlando? Yeah, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so all we had was like banner rooms. You know, it was just like the hotel lobby bar. Ah. And <laughs> okay. they just did comedy before the old people came to fuck. Like it was it was an old it was the kind of it was called the Why Not Lounge and it was written up in uh in Playboy in like nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty four as like a hot spot for singles. Oh. But those people that read that article never stopped going. Oh, that, so that was their spot. Yeah. So then in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, oh, yeah, there was like a dude with two hand canes oh, that would damn. wear he would wear like a, a vampire brooch. Like we used to call him, we used to call him, <laughs> we called used to call him the, the pimp vampire because because okay. he would have all these ladies come and they'd be all try to dance oh, with him and stuff. in the house. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like you would come to the comedy show and stay for the real show oh after, God. and it would always start every single night of the Why Not Lounge on the weekend. The first song, just to give you an idea, the first song that would always play is da na na da na na na. Double cane. That's Big Daddy Kane, ain't it? No. Yes. <laughs> well, he was so tiny, it'd be little Daddy Kane. He was like tiny Daddy Kane, but he still was. He was a straight up daddy. He was charming too. I was like, I see nice. you, dude. Okay. I see you. Okay. <laughs> too bad you way way too old. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You have an affinity for older gentlemen, though. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That I used to always say that. Like it was a thing I was into since I was little. Like I used to crack these jokes. Like I'm gonna marry a rich old dude. I'm gonna I used to always say that. And so my first boyfriend was about 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. My current boyfriend is 10 years older than me. But as I've gotten older, 
my opinion has changed. Older is <laughs> too old now. <laughs> older used to be 35. Yeah. And now older is not 35. Well, so. age is, a, it's relative, you know. It's very relative. I thought I liked old dudes. Like, no, you like dudes older than you, mm-hmm. but not old, old, so. Yeah. Now it's like, I don't know, dudes are ho- hard to tolerate, period, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've changed my mind. The old dudes, I'm a little, I'm, now I feel a little creeped out because they're just very old. Mm-hmm. And, well, I, and the funny part about old like people like that is sometimes then they'll start getting out of touch and you're like, oh no, if you're getting, if you, you might be too old for me to date if I can't reach you yeah. <laughs> about what's happening in the world today. Is this the last, the <laughs> landline? Is this the landline I'm calling? I keep trying to text you and it keeps bouncing back. Is this the landline? <laughs> you come over it's not like a record player it's a straight up victrola oh, like oh, oh okay uh yeah. oh no you bought it originally oh, oh okay oh it does not plug in you gotta wind it okay <laughs> that's your workout do you yeah. have to crank up your car too crank it <laughs> Damn. should you be driving i'll drive that's why i'm here buddy <laughs> We rub your knees and get out of here real quick. <laughs> yeah, your your approach uh, to love is a is a caretaker. Oh You're my god, straight up I nurse. Know. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I am that way though. I'm like, can I take care of you a little bit? That's my love language. Did uh, I always find that so fascinating? Because like with the role reversal, like like uh people would always think that those dudes are creepy, like they're being predatory. Mm-hmm. But if they're like dudes that you like, yeah, it's not, it's, I tried to, you know who I saw recently that I was like, damn, her husband got old. You, her name's Catherine, make something. She, she was like on American Idol, like season one or two or three, like mm-hmm. early. And her, she married Brian, somebody who's like a really famous, like music writer. Anyway, he recently turned 70. <gasps> and she's like 33 or 30. Damn. And it really looked like that was her, not just her daddy, her grandpa or something. He yeah. just was for real old. And I was like, but she enjoys him. And they've been together for, you know, a lot, since she was in her 20s, I guess. And that's yeah. her, that's her boo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's her boo, everybody. Well, that's, that's my thing is like, there's got to be some kind of differentiation between the two. Like, sometimes you can just happen. I like the thing that's in mm-hmm. that shell. What do you, what do you mm-hmm. want? You know, <laughs> I like his personality. I like how he treats me. I love looking at old photos when he was high. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the main thing. You'd be like, damn, I wish I was there 20 years ago. <laughs> you are not hot anymore. Well, that's, I think that's a, that's a funny thing too. Maybe, maybe associated with like self-esteem. It's like, I had a once hot guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the jeans is in the jeans. Okay. If he had a kid, the kid would be beautiful. Okay. <laughs> He used to be fine. Look at this picture. Hold on. It's in my wallet. <laughs> he doesn't have any digital versions of them. No. I have to scan them and then put them. Them. I don't want to take a picture of a picture because it's black and white. It really don't come out that well. There's like a glare on it. <laughs> but look at that. It's in the jeans. You're like, did you put a filter on it? Oh, no, no. Th- that's sepia. All that's of the sepia. pictures yeah. happen to that's be That's just like- how they made them back then. <laughs> Oh my god, um, that's what that's like. I, yeah, I just always thought that was so interesting. Where it was like, whenever you ever date old dudes, I've dated a couple. Yeah, when I was like, I think I was like seventeen. I dated a guy that was like twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, never anything over ten. Uh, it was like usually seven, seven or eight was a sweet spot because they're looking 
they have a you know either either their inner child is uh, dead and needs to be you know given mouth to mouth or mm. um they're seeking that kind of like youthful you know and yeah. and I'm I'm fun you know so yeah. it's I've been told my whole life that you'd make a great a great second wife the fun oh, one, man, they said. That's what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Like, just show up for the teenage kids and take them places. Yeah, and, let's like, all party together. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I don't mind being the second wife before you get that beautiful third wife, too. Like, I'll be like the homie, like the kid's favorite yeah. stepmom or whatever. The one they keep in touch with after the it ends. Yes. We go to concerts. <laughs> then I never have to have kids. I always have young kids to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Second wife wasn't bad. But I did always, like, I was always... <laughs> insulted by it because it was like not the one you not the one you stay with just the one you hang out with for yeah, a minute the middle one yeah <laughs> but yeah. but you still get taken care of the middle one you know yeah. because she's the coolest one yeah down to earth i'll cut you a deal just pay off these credit card bills for me <laughs> let me stay on the insurance please i don't want a lot but i do need a little bit <laughs> i do require a little help do you remember how sad you were after your first divorce? Mm. And I made you, I br- I actually brought you joy. I'm your rebound gal. Okay, mm. we had a blast. Okay? We did. We Before did. You settled down, had another baby. You didn't with even this know how to spell one. Cabo, and we went to okay. Cabo. Okay, not to, you thought Fiji was just a place where you got water. Okay, mm. I took you there. I took you there. Well, you paid for it, but I made it fun. Okay, <laughs> I booked didn't... it. <laughs> I packed your suitcase. I worked out and got in this two piece. <laughs> We had a blast. Yeah, there was a it was an even exchange. The second wife is an even exchange. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I could be a lot of people's second wife too. You could just hop through on that one. Be his second wife, his second wife, shit, her second wife, and then let me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that's great because then you always get to leave, mm-hmm. and it's it, they understand. They I'm not a forever wife. My mm-hmm. sister's Twitter told me we had a conversation about marriage. They're all in different stages, engaged, divorced, married, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And after a long conversation with my mom, too, my mom's a, a widow who's now remarried. At the end, my sister was like, well, maybe you're just not marriage material. And it, like, hit me like a ton of bricks because it was so, like, I was like, you're fucking right. I don't think that I'm marriage material because I couldn't see all of the reasons that people stay married mm-hmm. or not good reasons for me. Sure. And I was like, okay, because marriage is, it's a particular thing to be in. It's a commitment through whatever. And I was like, oh, I have limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to commit through whatever. Yeah. So you're right. I'm not marriage material, but I'll be a girlfriend for indefinitely. Hey, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known my boyfriend like 10 years. <laughs> Could have had a 10 year marriage. But, but there's like, I think there's, I think a lot of those situations, because, um, that's been the joke forever is that women trap men into marriage. Mm-hmm. But the if you're comfortable just being with somebody like my buddy Brett and Carrie, they've been together like 12 or 15 years mm-hmm. and they're not married, but they're never going to not be with each other. Like, mm-hmm. but then it's always then there's that always that element of we can always split if we need to, because then it's like, I don't need you. I, I want you here. Right. You're, you're desired uh, forever. And I love that idea. That sounds great. Uh, the paperwork always, I think the only thing is, is if you, 
you know, somebody's dying and you have have the right to pull the plug. And if they told you in confidence, you know, after some really bomb ass sex that if I'm dying, I want you to tell them not to keep me alive. Then 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 that's where all of this shit. That's where the paper. So yeah. I, so I think you should get married when you're about to die. <laughs> that's the only time I think you should get married is right before Damn. they put you on a machine. Like, get it, get it, you know. Yeah. Me and my boyfriend have been talking about marriage in that very romantic way that you suggested. <laughs> we have literally had those conversations about yeah, just, power of attorney, you know, power yeah. of attorney. Can I put you on my insurance? Mm-hmm. Having having some family, yeah, mar- you know, marrying your family to to have those things at in the end. Like if you have anything of value, that person gets it mm-hmm. um, because you, you know, yeah, you do care about each other. So it's not. It doesn't seem very romantic. It's practical, but. I think because we also are friends that we can be realistic about those things. Like, sure. Yeah. And I'll leave you some money and, you know, you'll be there to change my diaper. (laughs) Necessary. I'm like, I'll deal. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, I feel like this is going to be more work for you though, considering he's an older child. I mean, if I'm taking care of him, then I could get to him leaving me the money sooner. (laughs) It is still up to me. If I'm not a very good caretaker, it's all still on my own timeline, which is nice. So. Yeah, because that's the thing is like death makes people so weird. Like you could have told your family how, what you wanted. And, you know, if one of them's like super religious mm-hmm. or a different religion than you, then the, then they're going to still fight. Like because it's inherently wrong to them or whatever, whatever the choice is that they always feel the need to insert themselves or, you know, when services, like if you, like, if they're like, no, they need to be put in the ground or they're going to hell. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, I want to be tossed in the ocean. (laughs) Like a bunch of fucking, I want to be ashes. I don't want to take up any more space. Money. Yeah. 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 The funeral industry is, is a racket. I was reading this great book. Can't remember the name of it. I'm going to have to find it. you'll never be able to find it oh man but my friend nicole gave it to me we're going to do a podcast about death in general mm-hmm. uh let's talk about death baby that was our <laughs> title uh but but i just was reading in this book about how much of a racket the funeral industry really is similar to the wedding industry of course There's so much that you don't need in there yeah. Like dying. Why do I need satin on yeah, the but, inside of a box that's you gonna know what rot? I'm Why? A pillow. Come on. A pillow for who? Yeah. What do I need a pillow? What do I need this nice suit for? There's just it's a racket. You don't even need to be embalmed. Um, that's just to preserve your body that is already dead and already decomposing. It's just going to take longer to decompose. So well, what's the point of that? Like just so you can look good for funerals, but nobody looks good. No, it's creepy. In a casket. All right. Mm-mm. Which is a thing my, my family loves to be like, oh, oh, you look real good. They look real good. He looks good. I hate when they say that. I It's like, no, they they look good person. when there was life coursing through right. their fucking. They don't look good. They don't look that it, great. No, it looks like somebody did a shitty wax museum version oh, of the person. You know, yeah, that's why those things creep me out is because they look like the people that are dead in the box. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. All so right. Yeah, I can't. Madam Susan. Uh, sorry, Susan. madam, but I am not coming to your Weird. wax museum. Ew, it's just like corpses of J-Lo and <laughs> Brad Pitt. Why would you do that? As their youngest, most beautiful selves, too. Oh, that's creepy sad. Okay. Well, she will not be getting my $25. I knew, yeah. Yeah. 
well, the other thing is like how uh, gr- like greedy people get. Like I remember my mom mm. telling me stories about like when her grandmother died, like people just came out the woodwork and were just kind of going through the house, like trying yeah. to. And just mm-hmm. acting like they cared, but they were really just trying to, like, you know, fill their pockets and stuff. And yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like, because my folks try to have conversations with me about, that, like, their preparations mm-hmm. and shit. And I go, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you don't have to leave. Because my dad would, like, his new thing is he started threatening me that he's like, I'm not going to give you anything. I'm going to give all of my money to bipolar research. And I was like, well, do it. Because we don't fucking know what your problem is. So I would prefer them figure that shit out. Okay. That's great. (laughs) Like, if you don't value that, like, it doesn't, it's not scary. You ain't looming shit over me, Papa Bear. No. You have no power (laughs) over me after you die. I lived out of a Saturn, bro. You're, you're, Life insurance isn't gonna fucking, yeah. yeah. Minimalism, baby. You yeah. don't need it. You don't need it. I'm not. I'm. I don't. Yeah. My grand. My grandmother was just talking about like, oh, uh, our neighbor passed away suddenly. My grandmother's seventy nine this year, mm-hmm. so it is on her mind when people around her are passing away. And she was just yesterday being like, oh, I need to uh go check my safe deposit box. My my deed to my um burial plot is in there and she was just sort of t- thinking a little bit about this and that regarding death and i'm like you've been paying on a burial plot for how long why are you doing this like, yeah this is not the best way the best use of your money when you're on a fixed income you're yeah. paying a mortgage on a hole that you will eventually go in so you think but yeah, in the end, it, it can be whatever. Who knows? We're living in a pandemic. Yeah. They might not even be letting <laughs> us bury bodies in the next 20 years. You just got to hold it till this is over. <laughs> hold it. Oh my Everybody's God. got their psycho. Like this psycho, how he had his mom just propped up in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting to see, man. He wasn't crazy. He was practical. My my dad bought a um I remember my mom talking about their burial plots that they bought when they got married or was given to them as a wedding gift. I don't know, people used to do wow, that. Wow, um, really? But they were What a strange wedding gift. You will die together. Like you <laughs> Well, it's like serious to have people in the same grave, but my dad ended up passing pretty young and unexpectedly, and they did not bury him there because that particular um what do you call it? A uh, cemetery was no longer like nice uh-huh it's like sort of i don't know if they sold that place or if they're moving bodies now but they ended up not using that and why would you buy that so early in your life period even though he died young it was like that was a weird investment to make yeah like who knows what your life's going to turn out to be you might not be living in california anymore and also like there's so much better use for like money than that like I mean, and the I get scam. it, like, because I remember my uh, my folks, or my folks just told me that they were like, we already paid for us to get cremated, so you don't have to worry about that. We're going to get, yeah. And I was like, well, first of all, thanks for going cheap, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's also the all the performative stuff mm-hmm. around it, like, uh, you know, the whole, yeah, the whole procession of everybody looking, like, making sure it's, you're dead. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's so strange. Like, the customs that we have, like, I even, I even didn't mind, like, the Viking shit where you put, you know, the money on the eyes mm-hmm. to pay the dead, you know, the dead mm-hmm. guy to come pick you up, and then you set you on fire and sent you out to sea. Like, even that's way more. <laughs> if, practical, it makes sense. We mm-hmm. don't have 
dead bodies taking up space across the my, my father's buried at uh inglewood cemetery across the street from where they're building the new ram stadium mm-hmm. and it's a huge i have lots of family members buried there and it's just taking up space and now that property is becoming more expensive that whole area is more expensive now and I'm, i i wonder about it often like at what point will they decide to get rid of the bodies there move those somewhere like well that's like whenever they're digging up a thing then they find this uh this uh, they unearth this grave this right. mass grave or or you know this a bunch of dead people and it's like dude are we just building on top of the dead people like i don't know no everybody's gonna die so yeah. <laughs> maybe let's just cremate cremate people from here on out because it takes less space or i don't know man yeah because you, you, if you're gonna need like if the if people are genuinely concerned about overpopulation, why are we spending so much land just to house dead bodies? Dead bodies in large boxes. Yeah. You know, like your your casket goes inside another box. It's it's, it's weird. Plus, I, and I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the uh, like going to visit someone like. But if that's the case, can't you just put a cross like in your own yard or right. something or just a, an area where you can go like a bench and then you can go yeah, reflect it's about on remembering and yeah. reflecting. Like I don't, I I've actually not been to my father's grave in many years because it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, it's not how I remember him as a dead body. I don't think that his, if I believe in spirit and energy, I don't think his spirit and energy is waiting for me over his dead body. Like it's just not a beautiful thought to me. So I don't go to this really lovely, well-kept cemetery because it just doesn't doesn't make me feel good or whatever they're trying to elicit. I don't feel that when I'm there. So, mm-hmm. and I wonder, and I wonder if it's because it's a place separate from like your you know, your world mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you have to go to another place designated for you to communicate with communicate. the lost in morning. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know think what... it's sacred land over there. I think it's just. I think it's just a money grab. Yeah. I think it's just somebody's great scheme for making money. Let's mm-hmm. preserve dead bodies. Let's charge people for the box that they go in. It's yeah, it's just all what do you call it? Depreciating immediately. You buy a suit, it's getting buried. You buy a box, it's getting buried. Did you put a pillow in there? That's getting buried too. <laughs> the satin, buried. What makes it even I think the part that makes it even like uh like shadier is that they try to guilt you. Yes. The guilt you went like if you were like, hey, I'm sorry, he, he wasn't a man of, uh, you know, fancy things. So I'm just going to get the basic minimum mm-hmm. ways to do it. And they're like, but he's dead. Right. You don't care about him. <laughs> do you? They got my mom. They get you at the most vulnerable part of your life. Mm-hmm. You're sad about a loved one passing. And they're like, would you please sign this for, for creditors and Sign, sign off on thousands and thousands of dollars. Hey, could you uh, be responsible for all of their debt personally mm-hmm. real quick? Here's mm-hmm. some Kleenex. Wipe your eyes so you can see. <laughs> there you go. Sign that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is, uh, it's, so, it's so strange to me. Uh, all of the stuff around it like freaks me out. Like, I have a pact with a buddy of mine when he, when he dies that I'm supposed to, you know, Toss his body in the swamp in the Everglades for the alligators. Whoa. Which is going to be a very difficult and illegal process. (laughs) You have to dismember his body, first of all, to get it in the car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of ice. Well, I don't know if, like, I don't know if 
would I have to do all that? I mean, he, he's. How do you get the, Is he in Florida already? Yeah. Okay, that's going to happen. But I don't mean, I don't know if he's going to stay there. Like, he's a nomad. He moves. Ooh. So. If he could just die a little near the Everglades, <laughs> that would be so helpful. Plan on retiring near these Everglades. <laughs> Lose some weight before you pass. Do you think you would do that if some of you, if some of you had a pact? Like, there was like a famous singer that had that with his manager. I forgot who it was. Where he wanted to be like left out in the desert or something or buried somewhere out in the desert oh and his goodness. manager made it, did it. He did, wow. He did I it don't for have any, I don't have any requests for after I pass. I think that, that that's it. That's no more requests. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I, nothing I'm asking for while I'm living should be honored when I'm dead. That's it. My turn's over. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do whatever is most convenient for y'all. Let's get my dead stinky body out of the house. <laughs> and we're get it somewhere where we can't smell it anymore. That's mm -hmm. about it because it's going to naturally decompose. I, I love the idea of um, trees growing from people's bodies. I did like that too. I, I think that's an excellent idea. Um, I, you know, just like any other animal's carcass, if we can make it help grow other things, that would be super cool. But Did you also see they do like a ashes where they they'll make a pressing like a vinyl they'll make a record, mm. which for our line of work I think that would be cool if you nice. just got like some B sides like some bits that I are unreleased, oh, you know, man. and just turn in a couple limited edition LPs. See how my jokes stand up mm -hmm. twenty mm -hmm. years after I'm dead. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But would you do that? Would you take the pact? Like if somebody was like Janae, don't let anybody do this. I want this done. I to their dead body, I have no feelings about dead bodies in that way. Their dying wish, how, how they would like to go out. Like if you were like, you know, pull the plug out. I want to stay forever. Mm -hmm. um, make sure I go home. I want to die at home. I, I would honor your last living wishes. Yeah. Um, but after, to how I'm getting rid of your dead body? Depends <laughs> on what kind of time I have. <laughs> kind of resources you've left for me. <laughs> Depends on my mood. How I, you're dead. I mean, come oh, on, man. Because there's also so many stories of people who like were supposed to take someone's ashes someplace and they never do. Oh my god! If you just had that, if you just like left that body in your trunk for too long Anxiety. and forgot. Have you seen my trunk? Full of stuff. <laughs> my car's full of stuff. That should I can't get. Please don't leave <laughs> more things, more tasks on my list. I can't. Don't let your dying wish be more anxiety for me, please. <laughs> I'm not your most responsible friend. You know that. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> My friend Heather passed away a few years ago, and she um she colored a thing, and on it we were just hanging out, and so she colored and she wrote on it, uh, make sure you hang this on their, your refrigerator. This is my dying wish. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You bitch, that has to be honored, right? So <laughs> it wasn't on the it was on the refrigerator for a bit, and then my boyfriend framed it so I could keep it a bit longer. But whenever I read it, I was like, "Nice, great." <laughs> what am I gonna do? Say no, dude? I love a bit like that. I love yeah. a like a long con. That's so yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> you you got it. I gotta look at this and think of you too often now. So nice one. Thanks for making the healing process longer, you asshole. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> that's great that means that i have to think about her mm -hmm. that i i can't forget her because just her little handwritten message to me is like it's basically like don't fucking forget me so fine yeah fine you win fine, fine. hello lovelies 
I hope you're enjoying this episode of No Sir Pod with the very funny Janae Burris. I just wanted to make a quick aside. The artist that I was talking about um, who had a road manager that was willing to uh, illegally <laughs> oblige his last wishes is Graham Parsons. Graham Parsons OD'd in a hotel room in Joshua Tree, and he had confided in his road manager, Phil Kaufman, that when he died, he wanted to be cremated and have his ashes scattered around um, the park in Joshua Tree. And so when he did die, um, Phil Kaufman and uh, Graham Parsons' assistant, Michael Martin, showed up at LAX when his body arrived there and impersonated being more uh, like uh, mortuary workers get they convince the people at western airlines to give the body to him and then they go and illegally uh make this happen for him uh they burn the casket and uh they themselves like they didn't (laughs) they didn't get him cremated first they went and they burned his body in joshua tree it didn't even completely get burned um there's a really great uh story about it and interviews about it and i don't remember the name of that so that's not very helpful but uh, I just wanted to make sure that you guys know so now you could look it up if you so too wished. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast, by the way. Email me if you have anything that you don't like you want me to talk about. NoSirPod at gmail.com. Make sure you're following me. That's at NoSirPod, at the funny Carmen. Uh, Janae Burris is at Negative Negro. I got a Patreon if you want to throw some money at me. It's uh, patreon.com slash NoSirPod. Now let's get back into some shit we don't like. Um, so let's get into some other stuff. What what else don't you like? Where'd my phone go? <laughs> I was like driving and like writing all this list. Most of the things that I have was like, I, I wrote like 40, 50 things I don't like almost. And most of them are when people. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so why don't you just put people on yeah. there? <laughs> I don't like when people. And then I don't like when people. Well, give me some, give me some behaviors. What kind of behaviors do they do that um, makes you, um, cause those are my, usually my favorite kind of gripes. Cause then I can sum up a person. I make a, and I create a narrative, you know? Yeah. That's uh, a, <laughs> then we people. can hate, yeah, then we can hate on them together. Hate. Mm, delicious hate party. <laughs> I brought something to hate. <laughs> uh, men who won't dance, who like refuse to dance. I don't mind if you don't know how to dance and I, and I don't mind if you like if I want to dance and you just stand and move a little side to side yeah. while I dance so I don't have to dance by myself. But if you're just like, no, I don't dance like it's the judgment. I, I, I find that some of the coolest, like sexiest dudes I know are like, nah, I don't dance. Mm-hmm. And I, I just find that to be such a turnoff and it's annoying. It could take like a dude who's an eight, you're you're a five now because you won't dance. And now I'm questioning all the other things you won't do. Yeah. Wh- why is that the hard? Like, it's not like I'm asking you to let me put it in your ass, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're probably I'm- not going to let me do that either because you won't even dance. <laughs> I'm guessing. And you're not a generous lover. I'm guessing. Probably things you won't do with your mouth either. <laughs> Is this DJ Khaled? Is that who DJ Khaled <laughs> won't dance? Weird. What a weirdo. It's just a sign of other things they won't do. Yeah, it's because it, you know what it is. It's like it's such an innate fear or an insecurity mm-hmm. about it's an insecurity about being looking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like even if people, because I've never given a fuck about what I look like when I dance, and I'm and I've literally watched people laugh at me, and I don't care because it's just fun. You're getting all that it's energy so out. Yeah, I love to go dancing. Mm-hmm. I love it, and um, 
I, I just I feel like offended by dudes who won't do it because they will sit and judge other people. Right. And it's like you're judging other people and you're thinking that they're going to judge you. So that's it's nar- the same thing. Like if you go to a karaoke bar, if you yeah, go to karaoke bar, you're the same to sing. guys. They mm-hmm. won't sing either. But it, it's I think it's narcissism and insecurity. You yeah. think that people care. These people are here to dance. You're the only asshole sitting here watching people mm-hmm. judging. So I, I was it's just like, ugh. even like <laughs> dudes I want to be friends with. Nah, forget you. We can't even be friends. Yeah, you're not fun. You're not fun. That's what it is, is you put the brakes on the fun instead of yes anding it and being like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. We right. We're just moving to the yeah. music. <laughs> it made me think of like I immediately thought of K- Caleb Sinan, who who I love dancing with. Mm-hmm. All the time, I was like, Caleb probably fucks. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> he loves dancing. He fucks. He probably fucks, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, if you're willing to move around, then mm-hmm. you'll probably be willing to move around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy can move. This guy can move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There is that trope that like it's like if you if you have rhythm then you know people think you're probably better in the sack and maybe that is like that added pressure is what like raises the stakes mm. to make them not want to like I don't want them to think I don't fuck good <laughs> and it's like but but your unwillingness to learn how to yeah. move makes you fuck bad that means you don't fuck good you're not willing you don't fuck good that means you're gonna do the same thing that you did on that one mm-hmm. chick for 15 oh. years and then you're never gonna do anything different again like means you're gonna use your teeth when you're not supposed to use your teeth oof oof oof, yeah. oof. that's a that's man that's that's a that's hard you ever have to do that you ever have to retrain hey not everybody's this the same not everybody's the retrain. same i'm like i didn't train this fool in the first place i will not be seeing this i'm thinking of one specific time many 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 moons ago when I didn't even know that was an option that someone might bite you down there. <gasps> like, I was like, ah, ah, I'm good. Like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop. Stop, not like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm into teeth things, but not whatever you're doing. Yeah. Because the guy had talked it up. Oh, I'm really good at this. One of those mm-hmm. people. Oh, I'm very good at this. And immediately, like, bit me. I was like, well, that's the, it's, that's the part of this, is everybody's, we all got pussies and they're all like pretty variations of each other they don't they're not that big of a difference Mm -hmm. but our sensitivity is different Mm -hmm. like i've never like i don't put a lot of shit i don't use a lot of shit so like my my mad sensitive yeah you shouldn't use a lot of shit right (laughs) i like to keep those nerve endings alive and well i'm not killing anybody (laughs) it's a sensitive gentle place for some you know, people, but then some people they want their fucking clit gnawed on and fucking sure. stomped on and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they would. It, so if going from lady to lady, you just gotta check in with that lady because nobody taught him that. <laughs> nobody taught him that. He put it in. Nobody told him he was good at that either. I could tell immediately. Not only are you not good at this, but nobody ever told you you were good at this <laughs> because you are not good at this. Like if you're gonna use your teeth, you better be a skilled teeth user this dude just like he bit you he bit me (laughs) (laughs) didn't use his teeth he bit me dude that's like like i i would react violently right i would i would have i would have fucking pounded the shit out of his fucking top of his head i would have hurt him i would have hurt him and, yeah. and inadvertently maybe hurt myself if, if I was still in his mind. I was like, mm, 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 that's okay. I'm not, I, I, I always go with, I don't like it. I've mm-hmm. told a few dudes that because they're bad at it. I just say, it's, I don't care for it, which is dishonest of me. I should be like, you're very bad. But 
at the time that this happened, I wasn't a person who was going to teach anybody anything. I was more of a go with the flow. Yeah. Unless you bite me, then I think I got to <laughs> speak up. I should speak up. That's your line. <laughs> That's my line there. Well, well you know, because there's also like all those people that like pain and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. some people like a little, so, and and that's fine. And I don't, I don't mind if you, you, I don't mind a little bit of that, but not, not there. Like it's just too, like a yeah. good pair of jeans can make me come. Don't hurt her. Right, She's right. so nice. Take it easy. I'm yeah. not even using soap down yeah. there. Let's just <laughs> be gentle with so- that. Too much. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm soap. not that delicate of a flower. I'm washing it, but <laughs> I'm washing it with water. I'm not putting soap down there. That thing is prized possession. Keep it pristine. Apple cider vinegar sometimes, and good water, distilled water. Even it's yeah, good, nice, fresh water, clean water, delicate, precious. Just they should use vagina vaginas on Dove commercials because they like on some Dove commercials they're like it's very gentle. We wash this flower petal in Dove. I'm like, mm, but still, did you wash labia in Dove? <laughs> That's when I know it's a very gentle soap. Okay, <laughs> can you wash labia and not get a yeast infection? <laughs> no. Not flower petals. Those don't matter. Wait, does, does soap give you a yeast infection? Dude, I've been using soap my whole life. I've never gotten a yeast You're infection. You're not supposed to use soap and, and you know, because soap, most things are not going to be gentle enough. It's going to have perfume and parabens and all kind of shit that you're not supposed oh, but to I have use hi- I use hippie soap, so it's probably fine. Maybe hippie, have those, hippie yeah. soap is barely soap. Yeah. It's not even soap, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll say don't use anything um, if you have to use something. Apple cider vinegar and water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not gonna smell great. Um, but it's you know apple cider or clean things. But you're you're not supposed to use any soap or anything mm-hmm. harsh, harsh thing. Go all natural. I've oh. been using Comet. Is that too hard? <laughs> <laughs> I just it's and a not Brillo clean. pad. Yeah, I just it's not clean unless it's burning, right? Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what we used to think. They got us though. <laughs> they got us for many, many years as young people being like, it's Summer's Eve and this stuff. And it was like, why do I keep getting yeast infections? I'm washing very well. Dude, it was the same shit with fucking acne, acne cleanser. Like, I remember I used to buy that shit because I I'd got, had zits when I was like, when I was young. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. It wasn't like, you know, pizza or anything. And but they made it worse. And it did. Every time I would, and I was like, why the fuck isn't this going away? And then I stopped using it. Mm-hmm. And then my face was oily for a little bit. And then it fucking regulated itself. And it wasn't. And then I stopped having acne. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remember I try. I think I tried. It was like maybe in my mid twenties. I tried to go back to washing it, and I started breaking out. And I was like, "Oh, great, okay." Mm -hmm. So the thing that's supposed to be preventing this is what's creating it. Solid, solid. Your dentist is putting sugar in your toothpaste. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I get it. They need the business, but Jesus Christ, do you have to be such an asshole about it? (laughs) What else? What else don't you like? Besides Brillo pads on your pussy. Oh, man. (laughs) Brillo pads. Uh, A fake nice voice from somebody, usually a customer service person. I don't Mm -hmm. like when people are fake. Can we get you anything else? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, like, I I don't want anybody to be fake nice to me. It really drives me crazy. I like realness. For sure. Tell me what it is. Tell mm-hmm. me what it costs. Tell me that there are no more. Tell me that the wait is 45 minutes. Tell, just no fake nice voices. 
that's what's been great about this since everybody's working from home that shit has been minimal like mm-hmm. minimal the more and more people that i talk that to because i've had to talk to people about uh you know getting a small business loan or unemployment or insurance all that stuff and all these people are working from home and may they are way more real yeah because they don't have that weirdo no boss supervisor over your standing shoulder up, yeah having to your call a certain way yeah it, it was uh it's just it's just way nicer because then it's like, okay, look, which this is what you need to do. Yeah. And I love that because then it, we get shit done and I don't yeah. have to go through all this bullshit niceties. I, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't it. either. I, I'm just a, an adult person who's never needed people to be nice for me to understand things. Or it's not even like, just not. You could be pleasant without being coddled. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like, don't insult my intelligence. I'm, right. I'm not a, this isn't a, an elementary school class. Yeah. You know, I'm not in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like I'm some sort of idiot and I don't need it. I don't want well, people did to be you try? To did you try plug, unplugging it and plugging oh, yeah, it back yeah, in? Okay. Well, did you try talking to someone in a way that makes them want to not fucking murder you? <laughs> Have you tried that? I tried that. <laughs> murder. <laughs> yeah people at the bank talking like that but i haven't been in a bank in a while so yeah ain't happening no thank more. god for online banking Mm-mm-mm. so many other men who condescend what's your name what's the dj oh milk man you don't <clears throat> cannot handle cow's milk and like just straight up when i see a glass of milk regular i'm like highly offended by it Really? My nephew will drink milk on occasion, like a glass of milk, because he's a child, and they tell them that he's supposed to. Mm. But just seeing that glass of milk is like, ugh, gross, dude. Like It bothers you? Like at how the dinner table the side of it, of the glass and it's stuff? It's just like, I think I overthink. I start thinking about milk and cows and farms. And I'm just like, so when did you stop drinking cow's milk? Because you obviously drank it as a I kid. I still eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, so it's just milk by ago. itself. Just a glass of milk is like I eat cheese, I eat butter, but just straight up whole milk. Like anytime at Starbucks, when they're like, "Would you like whole milk?" Blah blah blah. It's, don't offer me whole milk because I am too old for whole milk. Like, just, <laughs> I, you know that I can't. I'm have off it. the titty. I'm Come off on. the titty, dude. I don't need. Like, the don't whole even milk. offer me whole milk. <laughs> you know I can't have it. None of us can have it. <laughs> whole milk are we cooking and maybe if i'm cooking a whole pot of food i put milk in it but i can just drink if you're making macaroni milk. and cheese you gotta have yeah. Whole milk. yeah i use milk for cooking but like to just straight up drink it if somebody puts it in my coffee drink like i'll get the sugary drink but you gotta make it with almond milk or oat milk or something mm-hmm. if you make that with whole milk like it's gonna really f me up pretty badly like <laughs> like that yes <laughs> It's rough. It gets really Caribbean. Booyaka. 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 Yeah. I was like, oh, I must have some whole milk. I think my nephew be farting too, though. You ever been in the classroom with kids that drink milk? Crazy. We gotta stop serving whole milk to these kids. They can't handle it. Yeah, dude, I don't drink. Uh, I just don't. I don't drink milk 
by itself. But I I enjoy all of the other dairy yeah. products, but I just don't drink milk. Well, it's offensive. Mm-hmm. No one should be just straight up drinking milk. But what's weird, though, is when I was a little kid, I used to drink those tiny little things a half and half that they would have at like oh, a diner. Oh, kids love those. Oh, dude, I did, too, because my parents got, always got coffee. Yeah. They were always drinking coffee, so they were putting the, and then I would just straight up drink it's those Milky Moos. Yeah. Milky Moos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what they're called, but they're little fucking shot, little Let me get two shots of Milky Moos. Yeah. <laughs> That didn't need to be refrigerated. God only knows how long they've been sitting yeah. on that table. I'm just drinking. Oh man, I've worked in restaurants and I'm always like, "Yo, <laughs> shouldn't we be putting these in the refrigerator?" Am I tripping? <laughs> I guess I'm just making minimum plus tips. That's that's above my pay grade to make those decisions, huh? Damn. Let's refrigerate those. People are not refrigerating those. But you did have men that explain things condescendingly that you talk about mansplaining. The oh, shit. all the time. I, because I, I think there's a difference. Which sometimes dudes are just they genuinely are excited about giving information. It's the condescending part of it that bothers me. Because I'm not even sure I like the other nice way too. Men generally excited to give him because they they seem to always be even my nephew who's seven is doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he always thinks that he can't explain something to me. Mm-hmm. He will even say to me, uh, you don't understand. I'm like, bitch, I do understand. <laughs> you just learned how to read. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. But it's like something innate in them. And I think they do enjoy it. You're right. They enjoy explaining. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. It's It's a personality thing that I see in the males, the men's, the the boys <laughs> they do it and and i don't know it feels like it's reserved for women but perhaps they're doing that to each other and each other is not offended by it yeah but i think so because like when i hang out with groups of dudes they're still always like you know even if they're discussing some sort of combustion engine mm-hmm. if one of them knows even a slight bit more mm-hmm. but then the other one like then there then there becomes like a like a cock mouth. oh yeah 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 we're like just <laughs> incapable of listening to somebody uh. even if they don't know that's the part that annoys me more is if somebody's explaining something that you don't know you have to you feel the need to be like no i, I know I, I know i know about that where right, you get right. your e- where you get your ego involved um <laughs> they explain uh comedy men men tend to well, explain that's the things shit. that's the shit I, they don't know it that yes that's the part of it that's where i become disconnected is um where it's just you know if some dude who's never even been on stage before mm-hmm. who doesn't even fucking like it not even a comedy fan mm-hmm. but just a dude who saw you do something magnificent and then they're like i know i know stuff i know stuff too <laughs> then it's then it's like i will kick you in the nuts it's a not kickable offense if you try to act like Dude. you know more than I do when I've committed my entire life to right? this, you fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> half my list is about men. <laughs> the problem, it's a problem I'm having the older I get. I'm just, I've just got less patience for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that not all men, but it, it's a particular way that I, I see that we even treat boys. Right. So that they can't help but grow up. Just in a, this sort of way that leads them to believe that they are the authority on many things. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a flaw within us and how we're raising them. Yeah. Um, because I can, I, I feel like when I was a child and I was a, a little girl that I was not getting that. I was getting the opposite of that. But I was watching that happen where, mm-hmm. where men were being <clears throat> imbued with this, with this great um, responsibility to explain and have this sort of confidence and i was just like watching it like why are they being 
treated like this. Like they know stuff. Like they're well, they like they're well, and it's also like they're supposed they're responsible to know. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing too that I think makes that kind of behavior happen uh, way more often than maybe we would like is because they also have the added pressure of having to know. Like yeah. if shit goes down, you got to be able because you know it's that old school like you got to protect the women and children. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. you got to know if, if you're in a situation, you got to figure out how the fuck to, right. to get out. Cause you got to make sure you're nobody else dies. Yeah. You're seven. Yeah. They're all, <laughs> they're all old enough to be your grandma. Yeah. Young grandma, <laughs> but you're seven. So you're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> My nephew does know a lot about fishing. So I have to give him that. Oh, well that's cool. What kind of fishing does he do? Like he like like bass fishing? Like he goes fishing um, yeah, in the he, river? He got uh striped bass recently he caught in his delicious dinner. He fishes a lot. His dad is is a fisher, is the man who fishes, and the kid is obsessed with fishing and See, I that shit felt and my both of my parents are fishermen and it did not fall on me at mm. all. I was just like you want me to wake up at four in the morning? Right. Do you realize I go to bed at about one thirty to right. two a.m. and you want me to wake up at four in the morning to go maybe catch a fish? Right. <laughs> like I just don't care. I'll be here to eat it. <laughs> and then they got it. Then they ended up getting a like they saved up and got a, bought a boat. And then I'd have to go out on the boat with them. Oh yeah. And then it and it would be all day. It was like a fucking work day it's of serious. fishing. It was like, dude, I don't this come on. This kid loves that stuff. Yeah, loves it. If he's not fishing now, school just started, so he has to sit at his desk. But last few weeks, he will just go out in the shed in the morning and like, like I'll come out to check on him, and he'll just talk to me while just like, I don't know, just baiting things and taking them off, and just talking to me while holding lures, yeah, tying knots and stuff. Yeah, yes, Mm -hmm. he's just out there all day, just yeah, he's tinkering, tinkering. Dudes love to tinker. (laughs) Dudes loved it all tinker. by himself in a hot ass shed. Mm-hmm. And my sister's like, please go check on my son. I'm like, he he doesn't want me to check on him. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want anything. He's meditating, man. Yeah. This I'll is bring like... him a popsicle. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just like you ever have like uh I have some of my best thoughts in the shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's a quiet place where you're doing something and then you can really just kind of let your mind reel and yeah. it and it becomes kind of therapeutic and um, you know, very, yeah, it's like, that, that's, that's your, that's your meditative space where you're getting to do this thing that you like doing and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's, it's just for the sake of Time doing doesn't it. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have a cell phone. I'm thinking about that too. Like maybe I would tinker with some shit if I didn't have a cell phone constantly. Oh yeah. Dude, if we hand. weren't scrolling, we'd be, have so I'm many hobbies. My thumb is killing me. <laughs> my thumb's so jacked right now, dude. <laughs> My thumb is ripped. I have abs on my thumb, dude. I scroll so hard. <laughs> uh, my thumb's got arthritis, but I'm still <laughs> rolling through. Um, skibu debu debu. You got one more? Like, oh one more yeah, we got the gri- gripe of the week. Um, let's see. Um, give me the funniest one. What's the funniest one? Oh, here's one that keeps coming up. Um, chocolate shakes that are made with vanilla ice cream and chocolate syrup. Driving me bananas, man. I, I love milkshakes. Okay, okay. I don't drink milk, right? You don't Okay, you don't like milk. Milkshakes hurt my stomach so badly. 
I, I can't tell you how much uh, this resonates with me because I love milkshakes and I hate milk. Yeah, I don't. I won't drink a glass, but I will drink a milkshake, okay. and it gives enough. me a fucking stomachache. So I have to get the little kid size and savor it and enjoy every oh goddamn God. little tiny sip of it, and then wait for the pain. Oh, the pain's coming while I'm drinking. I don't get the little one. Mm-hmm. I get a big one, and it's a race. <laughs> Like, get it down before it starts hurting. It's hurting already. It's hurting already. Ah! I drink them in my car for privacy. I would never have a milkshake on a date. But if we're, and because of that, because it hurts so badly and they all cost $8 now, it's $8 for a milkshake, I want it to be good. So when I ask for a chocolate shake, and it's not made with actual chocolate ice cream. It is so disappointing. It mm-hmm. is so, it makes me like so angry. Because well, then it's like a fucking, you put Hershey syrup. Right. And it, then it's more like not, a glass of milk. Ugh. Like, you know. I, or a glass Shack, of chocolate milk. Shake Shack does have them on the menu as black and white shakes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you for the distinction. If I want vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup. But I want chocolate ice cream and chocolate syrup in my chocolate shake. Yeah, you want it to be chocolate as fuck. Sometimes you call, I call and ask like a jerk, hey, is your chocolate shake made with chocolate ice cream? And somebody who's not making a whole lot of money, who's got a line out the door is like, yeah, yeah, it is. Then I get there and it's not. I'm Mm -hmm. very upset by this. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to enjoy this 700 calorie $8 milkshake in my car. (laughs) This, And now I'm driven across town for this fucking vanilla shake with this bullshit fake chocolate syrup in it. I want to talk to a manager. <laughs> Who's answering the phones around here? I leave a tip. Shakes cost me ten dollars. No, Plus I know. I'm driving I t- t- across town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's just make it good. That's why I perform from a like a real ice cream shop. Then you know what you're getting into. I, that's I, th- I think that's the only place I fuck with anymore. I've pretty much weaned out everything that's not real anymore. Yeah. But fuck Fat Burger and In and Out. Terrible. Drive through shakes, fucking forget about it. Shake Shack is doing them fine, but you'd be better off just going. Yeah, to a row because they're gonna char- they're gonna charge you eight dollars anyway, mm-hmm. I, and and I'll pay I'll pay that so that I can have pay it. real ice cream first. So it's not that real weird shit. ice cream. So it's not Thank that shit you. in a bag Nothing that you get coming at out of this Mm-mm. thing. Not the soft serve. No, fuck that. I want you to see you scoop that bitch scoop out of a it. bucket, add milk, and blend the fuck out of yes. it, and add the flavors. Yeah. There's a couple of sp- uh, spots in, in Los Angeles. I'll tell you, but uh, I'll, ta- I'll take I'll take you for a milkshake. Um, it's time for the gripe of the week. All right, people submit. You've done this before. You've won gripe of the week. Oh, have I? Yeah, you. Every have. time I see you pop up with that, I'm like, girl, I hate something. <laughs> did I already tell you? <laughs> um, let's see. Jeff Albright's gripe. Gra- Jeff Albright's gripe of the week is people who wear a backpack on one shoulder. Not sure why, but it drives me absolutely crazy. Ah! Uh, just to have the one shoulder. I wonder if it's because it's like that old school, like used to be cool in. guy. You used to only if you were a total nerd if you wore it up both both right. things. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's some residual. Maybe you were bullied teachers, by a guy with one one shoulder. It used to be a cool thing. My teachers used to be my dad. I remember being like, put on both of those straps because mm. we would have like serious textbooks in there too and you're like oh, trying dude. to hang it on one shoulder <laughs> my dad was like put it on tighten it up you start walking like a crab sideways because you'd have so many fucking textbooks dude my yeah. back used to hurt and as a child the problem was like it's not really how i'm wearing it so much as the you know 
50 pounds of books that I have in yes. here. Perhaps I could get a locker somewhere near my classrooms. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Which is, de- yeah, the, my locker placement is defeating the purpose of me uh, having this backpack. Yeah. We didn't even use our lockers because they weren't near our classrooms at all. So you mm-hmm. really did just walk around with all those fucking books. books. Yeah. Textbooks. Yeah, I had a I had a locker at the ninth grade center. I had a locker. And then when I went to the main campus, there was... It was just went through construction most of the time, so mm. most of the locker, lockers were all gone. So I had to do that anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, and then it was like I had a locker, and then we just started. People started putting shit in my locker. Like it, it became a communal locker. That oh, could get you in some trouble. Well, it did. I mean, then I had money in there because I was going to buy weed for the first time, and then one of the kids that I shared my locker with stole it, and then she denied it. But oh. she had, you know. She had withering away teeth, so it was probably a bigger problem. Mm, mm, um, but I didn't know what it. meth was at the time. So yeah. like, <laughs> you don't need weed. I need meth <laughs> for my health. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm sorry that su- that sucks. Luckily, uh, Jeff Albright's a grown ass man, so he doesn't have to see that right? on campus <laughs> too often. Sometimes you wear them. I've worn them on the side because I'm a bit of a pack rat. When I travel, I take lots of bags, mm-hmm. so I just more than likely have some other bag on my other shoulder. Yeah. So it's really I'm, I'm always just running. Now I'm a double like, strap. I used to be a single strap when I was in school, because uh, it was cooler and. Um, yeah, now I'm in double strap because I don't want my back to hurt. And I'm also, you know, a woman in her 30s that still rocks a fucking backpack. Yeah, but, oh, my God, too. that's like our thing now. That's like our yeah, thing. I have stuff. What do you want? <laughs> I have stuff. I'm a hoarder. A nomadic hoarder. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Albright. Blah, blah. Um, Joseph John's Grave of the Week is boomers that hate when artists get political. Meanwhile, 90% uh, of the classic rock they listened to uh, was protesting songs against the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, uh, the whole stick to comedy uh, thing is, the, that's like... Stick to comedy, stick to basketball, shut up and sing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that person's platform. You would not listen to them if they weren't doing this wonderful thing that they do. Yeah. Like, well, and also, uh, what the funny thing about that is like if you they talk as if they had a platform they wouldn't be spewing their bullshit right. too. if somebody and and, and they are they mm-hmm. are because that's all social media is is a really big microphone and they are still talking about it so yep. it's like um you're just being annoyed by what they are saying yeah regardless of what it is and be so that's real. on you that's not my circus not my monkeys i'm gonna sit and speak my truth and say whatever the fuck i want to you, it bothers you. You also don't have to consume whatever it is that I'm making. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to, then you're gonna have to hear my fucking mouth. It's just that. It's yeah. just that simple. It's just they that just simple. want you to get deliver the art. They don't want to pay for the art in that way by listening to. Yeah, you. and I, I think that that's some confusion about what an artist's purpose is. Like I, I make art, and all of the things I make, they mean something. Mm-hmm. So. The thing that you're enjoying, if you liked my comedy, I probably said something opinionated and political within that. Perhaps it didn't offend you so much. Maybe you didn't even notice it because I did it pretty Because well. you cleverly disguised it in a fucking joke. Right. And, and, and it's, you planted a seed yeah. for them to later think about. But just because somebody has an opinion and it's this, that's that's the same argument against you, who, whoever is saying that. Yeah. Yeah, I never understood that either because, like, most of the art is usually, evo- like, emotionally provoked. Like, all right. of the really good shit. Like, even the, uh, like, 
the old stuff from the like the seventies, like like during the Vietnam War, there was like that that famous artist that did a he was like a performance artist and a super weirdo. He did this thing called Piss Christ, like he was against the church and uh, and mm-hmm. all of this. So he like that was like his art is he put a a statue of Jesus in a thing full of pit, his own mm-hmm. piss and put it on display, mm-hmm. and it's like oh. How do you tell that guy to stick to art? Like right. that's already <laughs> that is the art. Yeah. yeah. But and I get what they're talking about. It's like the Jim Gaffigan situation where, you know, or um the Seth Rogan situation where What's the Seth Rogan situation? Just uh d- during all the protests and stuff like that, uh he had posted like Black Lives Do Matter or or some mm-hmm. or something pro Breonna Taylor or something like that and then the people started flooding with the all lives matter and he just kept going fuck you don't don't watch my movies fuck you don't you know and the same thing happened with you know jim gaffigan with Mm -hmm. the 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 rnc dnc when he was just like no fuck fuck all of this like i can't how do you fucking fuck like how do you believe how do you were cool with this and the fact that so many artists are are talking like this Mm -hmm. should tell you that it's so big now that we can't even stick to art or whatever yeah like that's that should ex- that should yeah, explain the severity yeah the hot pockets is, got, yeah his base is like nice people who like nice clean comedy too so. yeah so they were they were there were so many people that were put off by that and because they're you know it's just like hearing bob saget curse for the first time mm-hmm. it's like and that that was part of what it was is jim gaffigan super clean and he was like what the fuck is this right. like he was talking like his regular ass self he's a human being mm-hmm um gripe of the week from eric baez is uh arizona legislation tax money is mostly going to the police and not to public schools just like in colorado legalization is up for a vote this year but the bill is still trash so many people want it legal here but also want the taxes from it to go to where it's needed i.e public schools so I guess, and then he posted a, a picture of Arizona ranked third worst public education system uh, in the nation. Uh, uh. Yeah, if that's not, <laughs> if that's not an indicator, um, yeah. Yeah, legalize weed and then uh, put it towards schools. That's That's been my whole thing. Like, if you, if you don't want to uh, defund and re- reallocate this, legalize weed and use the money for that then, if that's the case. Like... Mm-hmm. Then, the, the people who are against legalization of weed, they they're like coming from some moral place in their mind that weed is bad, and so morally we yeah, can't, dude, it's we fucking want... reefer madness. This reefer right. madness residue, like, and they don't want on. that money necessarily going to schools. Like, it's not good money; it's dirty money. So they can't really wrap. So their is mind. all the money in your fucking so bank account, bro? Money. Thank you. So is all of the money. It's all dirty money. I, I mean, I don't know why we're not taxing these billionaires more. Like, there's nothing else that Jeff Bezos can buy. There's <laughs> nothing. There ain't nothing he don't already have. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are you saving that money for, you money hoarder? Yeah, pretty much. Buy it, like, pay for the Social Security, pay for the schools. But he's trying they don't to, want to. Uh, I wonder if he's, he's, just try- he's trying to get a, <laughs> a real-life reenactment of fucking Scrooge McDuck. Like, he just has uh. that one big huge room full of money that he can swim in He's like i'm so close i don't have quite enough gold in here yet so <laughs> bring on the pandemic 
Free shipping for all of you. <laughs> Free shipping, except for that one month where you just paid your membership and didn't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's when Jeff Bezos wins. He's such a moron. But yeah, I, I don't understand why that's not even a, like that should if if you because that's how you launder that money, too. If it's dirty money to to those people mm-hmm. do using that dirty money. Right. I mean, dude, if you Make think about it, like donor dollars for your kids. Yes. Man. Yes. Right? I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. Let your kids benefit from me being a piece of shit. Please, please, dude. <laughs> Well, that well, the thing that makes me even more mad is uh, there's so there's so much uh, money that's seized because of people having to sell illegally, mm-hmm. and so then what happens to all of that money? Right. So that just sits in Colorado an evidence came room. Up. Yeah, I mean the tax dollars, the tax revenue was rolling, and I think they were doing a lot, of, and, and they were getting a lot of people moving there. So we needed to change the infrastructure. We needed new roads. Mm-hmm. new light rails and things <laughs> yeah. like suddenly we have the money because these foods are smoking hella weed yeah. and the taxes are like 20 percent yeah so well that's the thing is it's it's sh- that's that's what you should be taxed tax weed because that is a luxury item a luxury item yeah. not tampons not tampons those are not a luxury <laughs> it is it is not a luxury to have a cotton swab in your back twat. to free bleeding it's not let's free bleed ladies <laughs> together that's why they wore all those petticoats so there's so there's several many leopard, layers <laughs> all covered so the blood. blood didn't come all the way out to the front that's not true i'm just making that up but still but who knows who knows um who, who do you think was a uh, who's who do you think was Aaron Wentz, his gripe of the week is dominoes and why I suck at it so much. I started, that's, that's one of the things oh, I've playing done. playing dominoes? I've been playing dominoes online because I've missed playing dominoes with my family. And uh, we should have been slapping some bones. Dude, I'll play. Are you kidding? Are you fucking with me? I play dominoes. I'll pl- I'll pl- I've been, because that's, that's what I've, that's the only thing I do as far as entertainment. Like, uh. <laughs> I've been playing dominoes. I've, I've turned like that's. And you're not dating old dudes? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you getting all your old dude girlfriend skills together though you could really woo an old dude with those skills i love dominoes i don't know why I've t- i'm turning I, I into an old cuban my, man i was teaching my nephew that more of the shit talking of it like oh yeah i was like okay it's gonna be easy you'll figure out how to match these things match the numbers match the colors do the math number one most important thing get your shit talking together all right yeah. when you get those points you don't call up. You don't slap it down and call out your points. Then you're not getting your fucking points. All right. Mm-hmm. So get that together. My um, my stepdad plays. And my grandmother plays. And they love that. You gotta call. You gotta tr- talk a little trash. What's funny is uh the the gig because I have to play online right. Uh, they have like there's no talking. Mm. Can't even text each other or like know. message each other. All they have is these domino emojis. So it's like I'll fucking throw a copy goo or whatever, and then I just make a laughing. Ah! So it's like it's very it's a way more passive aggressive uh-huh. way to talk shit, you know. Or if it's like though. when somebody's drawing a bunch, I'm just like waving. Them. <laughs> it's so All right, we got to wrap this up. Tell everybody where to find you. Oh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at negative negro. Not just a handle; it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Um, I'm not doing a whole, I'm working on my podcast, trying to pitch it. If you know someone who would like to pay me to make my podcast about dead dads, or if your dad is dead and you want to talk about it, or, um, if he's not dead, maybe I'll get you season two. 
But uh, my show's called Dead Daddy Issues, and uh, I'm around. I'm online. Check on me. <laughs> just check on me, please. Wellness check, check, all of this. Yeah, just check on me, shit, man. I ain't, it's a pandemic. I, could, I dreamed last night about the, that I ran into a bunch of New York comics, and they were like, how you doing? How's it going? And I was just like, it's a, I'm in a pandemic. <laughs> like, it's just you? Like, you're going through a phase? <laughs> Yeah, I'm in a pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, I'm in a pandemic phase Suffering right now. through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. There is nothing else. That's there how you know it's real. Else. It's when it's in your dreams. In your now. dreams. Oof, that's brutal. Ugh. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I had so much fun. You're such a delight. Um, so, guys, make sure you follow at Negative Negro. N e. You know how to spell it. You know how to uh, spell it. <laughs> that R's uh in the middle, not on the end. Yeah. That's, the, that's the key. People go. <gasps> Can I say it? You don't have to say it to spell it. Can you spell it correctly, though? <laughs> Follow the podcast at NoSirPod at the Funny Carmen. Email me if you got some gripes you want to submit. NoSirPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll fucking see you guys next week. Bye bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No